And now, broadcasting on Star Worldwide Networks, it's In the Green Room. Green is in, but what does that really mean for you? Join the gang for a fun and energetic half-glass, half-full perspective to what and how sustainability is the lifestyle for the future. It can really affect everything you do, from your health, wallet, environment, money, even your morals. So our goal, to help save the planet one show at a time. Now, welcome to The Green Room. Welcome, everyone, to In The Green Room. I'm Kinga. And I'm Chet. Um, Welcome in the green room. I hope everybody's having a great day so far. Today's uh, been a pretty good day. Uh, yes, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, it looks like, well, here in Arizona, where our show is based out of, we're going back into lockdown, essentially, and it's happening in other states. I know California just announced similar type of uh, precautionary standards to try to slow down the rate of infection spread, so... Um, but we have to announce it's JJ's birthday, and we are saying happy birthday! Happy birthday, JJ! Yeah, yeah exactly. So the party is not stopping. That's right. That's right. Wait, JJ, grab this. We're we're going to introduce you. Can you say hello? Hello, it's well, my birthday. Welcome in the green room. Happy birthday to me. So let's go. Thank you, Robin. Hey. Robin, so JJ, can you introduce yourself and tell us what you do? And uh, you're going to be co-hosting a lot with us, so tell us yeah, all about so you. My name is JJ, as I said before. Anyway, I am a regional finance director for Berkshire Hathaway um, Automotive, and I have actually done that for, uh, oh, wow, same line of work here for 34 years. Wow. So I either really, really love it, or I'm not very bright. And we're going to go with I love it, okay? <laughs> did you have a great birthday so far? You know, I really did. I've had a massage, got a little work done. Then I went to lunch, got a little more work done, and here we are. That's right. And I'm not done yet. I'm going to go to dinner when this is over. So, there party you go. Do you know where yeah, yeah. There we, we go. Can. Actually, you know what? We're going right up the street to Blanco's. Oh, I love that spot. Excellent yeah, choice. Yeah. They have wonderful margaritas. Now, oh, I'm the going food's to great eat, too. But yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we're super excited that you're here helping us co host. And then, can you uh, introduce yourself, Lila Sherman? She's a singer songwriter. Tell us more about you. Well, hi, everyone. I'm Lila <laughs> Sherman uh, and recently married, so Sherman Engel, but Sherman is my name. Congrats. So, newlywed, congrats. So, newlywed, uh, eight weeks, and. Uh, oh, yeah, really she's newlywed. New, yes. Really, really new. Uh, well, you know, I am an artist. That's right. A there blues artist and a jazz artist, but more so blues. Uh, been in the Valley for many, many years, uh, sang with a well-known all-girls uh, blues Sister. group, Sister Blue. Sister Blue. For many, many years. And um, We were at dinner last night, and everybody was coming up going, oh, Lila Sherman. She didn't know who they were, but they I knew her. I had no idea who they were. <laughs> That's yeah. what matters. That, that was really well, cool. Well, and it's also nice to not have to know a whole lot of people. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I don't know who they are, but they appreciate the music, and so... That's mm-hmm. always a, a, a good thing. Um, and I'm just happy to be here in the green room. Yes. And now oh we've got to introduce. Hi, everybody. Eric. I'm Eric. Uh, I'm a professional ballet dancer living here in Phoenix. And um, what else about me? 
I was born in Mexico, and right now I am starting to... Um, You're a sustainable fashion designer. Yes. I, I guess I can call myself a designer now since I make my own clothes. That's right. Um, I'm also working on getting my own brand out. And I also consider myself, as I think everyone should, um, an activist uh, pushing for the lives of minorities and people who are not being heard and people who, even if they have the voice, are still being pushed back because of uh, systems. So I think uh, it's a very important time for everybody to realize that activism just means being active in your community. It doesn't mean you have to be Naomi Campbell. So, so Unless you want to spread, be, then become Naomi Campbell. So you're trying to spread the love for the gay community. Of course. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Spread and, the love and, for everyone. And I've watched you dance. You're a beautiful dancer. Thank you. Ballet, Arizona. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're very happy to have you here in the green room. Thank you. I'm excited. I'm excited. We're so excited. How do people find you? Um, they can find me on Instagram at Eric Garnica X or on Facebook at Eric Garnica. And I am also working on my company, so stay tuned with those because there will be more contact info. He'll be back. He'll be back soon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Uh, so with COVID, like, what kind of complications did you face with uh, your wedding? Because I've been wondering how c- couples that were like planning on getting married during this process, like, how were you able to get it done and all that? Because I know it's hard to travel and all that. That's a good question. Well, everything... Uh, Basically, I was not bridezilla, so that was a good thing. I was not that. I was very <laughs> flexible. I had to say flexible because I was watching all the changes happening. And so basically, we postponed the original uh, celebration or ceremony. Uh, and we got married in a friend's backyard with 10 people. And it was the most beautiful thing. It was, it was just, it, you know, we just was so flexible and we still got married. Congratulations. That's you know, awesome. So yeah. we figured that. Uh, and you guys seem so happy. And we are happy. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. You know, it's, it's two people getting to know one another. And so the honeymoon is still there. But it's still about, you know, merging two lives into one and, and merging homes. So I had to move and into my home with my husband. And so it's, it's been a, it's been it's just been great. Um I am looking forward to the big celebration a year from now, hopefully, because we just postponed everything so we wouldn't lose our money. Well, tell us how you guys met and how did he propose and how quickly from when you met till you got married? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, we worked together at one time. He was my boss at one time. He wasn't your psychiatrist. He was not my psychiatrist. No, he was not my psychiatrist. Where did you get that thought from? You're just like, I don't know. I don't even know. I mean, that's how rumors start. You see what I'm saying? So she's like, I don't even have a psychiatrist. I don't. Yeah. See? Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, we, he was our, my boss. I mean, he was the medical director for an agency outpatient, uh, mental health clinic that I worked for. Uh, I'm a clinical case manager in outpatient mental health services, and I, I met him that way. And then I worked for that agency for several years, and then left the agency, and then we reconnected many, you know, a couple of years ago, and and it started from there. The the love affair really started from there. Uh, and then he once, finally just asked you out to dinner. Well, he asked me out to dinner, and um, I went to the wrong location, so I was about 45 <laughs> minutes late, so he was freaked out, and he thought I was standing him up, and that, I really wasn't doing that. I just went to the wrong place, but 
I got there and we had a lovely time. And then from there, we just, you know, continued our friendship. And, and one thing led to another. And then I was sitting in with uh, doing some music with a friend of mine in Mesa at a gig that a friend of mine had. Uh, and he decided that was going to be the night he was going to ask me to marry him. He went up. He's also a songwriter and a musician and, you know, himself. So he went up and... Uh, yeah, I didn't know that. He's, a, he's also a musician? Yeah. I mean, not oh. here. I mean, he performed all oh. over the place. You know, I mean, he lived in Mexico for many years, so he did a lot of music and things okay. there uh, in Mexico. Um, wow. So we, he basically just decided to pop the question at this gig I went, we went to that we went to go see our friends. And um, Were you expecting it? No, I was not. I was not <laughs> at all. And I was like dumbfounded. I was like, well, he, he got up and did a couple of songs. And so I thought, that's really cute. You know, he's going to do a few songs. And so after he finished his little set, I was like, okay, you can get off the stage. That's your one. And he wasn't getting off the stage. And basically... Um, he was just taking too long on stage. And I was like, okay, you need to hurry up and get off. Okay. You, you've done your song. So he then said, you know, Lila Sherman, I love you, baby. Will you marry me? And I was like, I mean, there was like a five minute, five second delay, you know, like I just couldn't believe I was hearing those words. And I'm like, of course I will, you know, and everyone was thrilled and clap and bought shots and <laughs> drinks for us that night. So it was lovely. So that was in September of last year, and, and then we got married uh, in Congrats. April. And he's a tiny bit older than you, right? Like, a lot older than me, yes. Mm-hmm. A lot. Well, I, like, I think you guys a are lot. cute. I like that he put you on the spot, though, because I feel like nowadays you hear a lot of couples where he lets her know that it's coming. It's like, no, you got to surprise it. you got to drop the bomb. I well, like, I mean, we yeah. had talked about it. But oh, definitely. Okay. You know, we had oh, talked yeah. about it, but I didn't know it was going to be that like, like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. You know, I just didn't. And it was sweet. It was so, it was beautiful. It was just a great evening. And it's been good so far. So I'm grateful. Well, congrats. We're so excited. Awesome. Thank you. That's right. Congratulations. So we would love to hear a song. Uh, what, do you, what, what do you have prepared to sing? Lila Sherman, we want to hear you sing. I don't know. If she, I don't know if she's gonna sing with that mask on though. No, I'll take the mask off. <laughs> okay. I'll take it off. By uh, the way, mask up, Arizona. Definitely, cause I got mine on, honey. I'll wear mine. You could so. probably sing with it. I probably could. Huh. Whatever. One thing you're comfortable that with. one thing that's important too, that I feel like not enough people talk about, is to make sure you keep your masks clean because yes. some people have made themselves sick. Because they just let their mask get dirty over like a period yeah. of weeks. You have to wash them. Yeah. You have to sanitize like your own clothing. Exactly. You know, it yeah. is now a piece of clothing that you're That's wearing right. over your face. Exactly. So, so and you need to clean it even more often. Clothing even probably like I clean mine like every other day. I hope Eric is going to start making some fashionable masks. Well, I have started. Oh, um, I am in the process of. Getting it out. My big thing is, um, as an artist, I don't know too much about business. And so during quarantine, it was sort of me having to realize, okay, what am I going to do to, one, find another creative outlet that really fuels me the way ballet does? Because ballet is very intense. And so to replace that, um, I chose six hours behind a sewing machine. (laughs) Um, But 
finding out the whole business side and all of that has been a struggle for me, but it's been really fun. And so I'm working on finding a way to get it to people. A lot of times it's just making it and being creative is one thing, but finding a way to market and um, do it right in a, mm, how would you say it? Efficient. In an efficient way and in a ecological way. Sustainable. Sustainable way. There you go. Because we're here saving the planet one, one show, show at, at a time. time. That's our little catchphrase. So. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Or we try to. But. Well, so we have so much more to talk about. and uh, But I'm super excited to hear a song. And I can get up and move away from you so you can take that mask off and then nobody's close to you. No, you're fine. Or, or do you want to sing with it on? How do you want to be? I'll, I'll sing with it on. Okay, great. What are we going to hear? Well, this is a song that I sing. There's so much going on right now. And, and some mornings I wake up and this song is like in my head. It's, it's kind of a gospel-y type feel. And it's just very simple. Oh, Lord, I want you to help me. Oh, Lord, I want you to help me. Help me on this journey. Help me on this road. Oh, Lord, I want you to help me. Oh, Lord, I want you to lead me. Oh, Lord, I want you to lead me. Lead me on my journey. Lead me on my road. Oh, Lord, I want you to help me. Very nice. That voice, though. So powerful. Yeah, you didn't need any backing music. That's so soulful. 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 Sometimes, like I said, some mornings, that's just, that's, you know. What you need to start your day. That's just what I need. It's just for me, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, whatever it is for someone else. For me, some mornings, like I said, I just wake up, and that's kind of in my spirit and on my mind. And I'll just be humming it around just to stay focused. Because right now we all need to stay focused. We need to stay positive and we need to stay focused. That's the, that's the main thing for me. And so. spread love. It's all about spreading love. If, if you're walking around spreading joy, kindness, and love, the world well, is Well, you have to be, be really place. intentional about it. I mean, you know, Absolutely. you and I have talked many times already about intentionality. You know, you have to stay intentional about spreading that kind of love and, and positivity. If you're not intentional about it, it's, and then it's really hard to master. But if you're intentional and your purpose is, I want to make a difference, whatever that difference is, and I'm going to do everything I can to be intentional about it, then it just becomes part of you. It be, then takes over a different, I believe, it just takes over it takes you over and you become that and you're doing these things without even thinking about it It, when you're intentional. Mm -hmm. JJ, how are you being intentional? Well, you know what? I I will tell you that uh, just social media, 
the other day I was just flipping through Facebook, and I read this one article, and I actually had to reply on it because I, it was so negative. Every comment on there was negative. And I thought, there's so much hatred in this one little thing on Facebook. And I thought, so I, my comment on it was just, there's a lot of hatred out there. I go, do you guys know that it's much easier to love? So with what this, world, yeah, what this world is going through today is just never thought we'd live to see this, but we are. We are right in the middle of, but we're in the middle of what can be a big change. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to stay focused. And you have to stay intentional about it. Yeah, have Again, to be uh, intentional. That, I if mean, we're going to make this work, yes. It, it, I mean, that if, if it's going to change, then it's intentional. You have to really practice it daily. It's a practice daily. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, it, it's a way of life. To be intentional is, like you stated earlier, about advocacy. Mm-hmm. That's intentional. I mean, and advocacy and is not, you don't have to be marching and protesting to be an advocate. Right. Correct. But it's intentional. Mm-hmm. So you could be helping a marcher. Right. You could be donating monies or funds or bottled water. Mm-hmm. That's still advocacy. You're right. still being intentional. Like, I want to do something, mm-hmm. but I can't do all that. Right. And sometimes it could be because of age. It could be because of location. It could be whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But you're still intentional. Like, I want to advocate. I want to support. How can I be intentional with it? Right. And that's just talking to people, asking, what do you need? Mm-hmm. How can I help? Right. And I think people need to reach out and ask for help. Yes. What can I do? Right. How can I, can I, how can I help you in this, in this process, in the journey that you're pursuing? Right. Because you pursuing a journey is helping me. Right. Me pursuing a journey is helping you. Right. And I, because we have more in common than we have differences. I, I fully Correct. believe that we are one huge energy or we are one entity. So when we, so when we, put her even into ourselves if i think about myself in the mirror like oh i'm uglier oh i don't like this about me that's putting negative thoughts into the collective consciousness so if we keep thinking thoughts that are hurtful and nasty that's what we are going to keep seeing in our world and that's fine because it's just the way the world works but then if we see that instead of we can just put something else into the equation so instead of putting negativity into the equation you put positivity into the equation and slowly you see everyone healing. And I, I really believe that 2020 is a year in disguise. I think that the Black Lives Matter movement is um, really creating change. And I know that many people um, sort of get frustrated with the fact that they're like, um, I want immediate change. And as amazing as that would be, if there could be a, a law set in right, right away where all of a sudden everyone has um, equality, and justice. We, did, we didn't get here overnight. Exactly. And we're not going to get out of it overnight. And but we got to keep moving keep in the moving right direction. With intention. Well, if and if the you protests, just forget about intention, you just move blindly almost. The protests right. were successful in uh, successful, having George yes. Floyd's murderers mm-hmm. put behind bars and they're going to be charged. Right. But still, Breonna Taylor's uh, murderers are still on. They're on the job right now. Or I think one of Somewhere, them. Somewhere, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. two of them are still on the job. One right. of them were fired because of lack of 
concern for human life. That's like basically another word for murdering someone. So that's I th- like if you haven't signed that petition, go do that. But um, one thing that I think you hit the nail on the head with, though, is how much hatred there is on social media. And I don't know if there's a way forward to like social media, Twitter and Facebook, all those different platforms. How can we purge those of all the hatred on those? Well, you know, it's interesting because so much negativity you on those. know that um, Twitter um, and other outlets like that are trying to do something about that, about the bullying. And the, it just doesn't, it's something that doesn't happen overnight. And it has to start at the top, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's where, yeah. right. that's where we need to go, mm-hmm. okay? Because you can't fix that. You're going to fix all of these things. So, so how do we okay? define that, JJ? Vote. Yeah. Everybody needs to be at the polls on voting day. Or mail it in. Or mail it in. Absolutely. Because of COVID. I shouldn't have said be at the polls, but you need to seriously get your vote counted. Mm -hmm. We have fought. Many, many people have fought for years for the right to vote. Do not let your right be wasted. Yeah. Get out there. Get out there. Register Register first Mm -hmm. and then go vote. It's really hard to say, I'm not happy with what I'm seeing if you're not. And that's activists. That's activism that, mm-hmm. by voting. That right. is a way exactly. to make a difference. It's hard to say, oh, I'm not happy with this and I'm not happy with that. But you never voted or mm-hmm. you've you never really, even registered to vote. Yeah, you really don't have the right to complain really, if you don't go vote. OK, if I mean, you don't go vote, if you're not going to go. Right. Yes, I agree. You have you, no right to complain. It's just you just need to be quiet and sit in a corner somewhere, because at with this your point, mask on. with your mask <laughs> <laughs> and some hand sanitizer your, and some hand sanitizer <laughs> and wash your hands <laughs> and take a shower and change your clothes. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, you just need to go and somewhere and go <laughs> vote. You know, I mean, that's that's it. That's it. So, really, OK, one thing that I'm confused about, though, I don't know a single person that voted for Joe Biden. Yet somehow he's the nominee. I, is that the same way with you? Or you I don't know, know anybody Actually, that voted for Biden. You don't. But somehow he's still the nominee. Yeah. yeah well, a lot of I've been asking everybody I come into contact. Yeah. With okay. When we had the prize, so, so Chet, did we you have a different poll. favorite? I thought Bernie was going to get the nomination. Or, They're not ready yeah. for Bernie. They're, no, They're not ready uh-huh. for Bernie. Well, yeah, it seems like they pushed him out, though. That's what I'm saying. Is it? I don't know about pushing him out. They're just. I think collectively, our country's not really ready for Bernie. Yeah, I mean, that's. I, I mean, I think true. He is very progressive. You know, yeah. They're not ready for that. But I mean, I think that he really was tapping into say, something with his health care plans. So. Even though everybody uh, or the country college, seems very polarized, he had a lot of things good on his platform. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I just but don't, don't, feel don't like, you feel though that even though the country is very polarized, I think that people should be able to have a difference of opinion without being hateful. Well, you should. That is oh, important. Yeah. We are That's all That's what this country adults. is all about. Okay. Yeah. We are all yeah. adults. We don't have to agree politically to love each other. Okay? And that's something that I really love about you, JJ, is that you, you, you have friends that are from all walks of life, yes, and I like could, I do, and we, we, we both relate that way. Don't right, you agree? Exactly. And I could care less, really, who you belong to or who you want to vote for. Right. All I ask of you is to keep your opinions to yourself if it's not my candidate, okay? So I don't think that there should ever be where we can't like each other as people because well, we don't you care know, really, for the same person running for president. Really, J.J., when it comes right down to it, yes. the bottom line is this. Regardless of political party or whatever, we all want 
happiness. Exactly. We want health. We want happiness. We want love. We want respect. That goes across the line of party. That's just human nature. That's human beings. We all deserve that at least that 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 basis of it you I know agree. but life liberty and the pursuit of, of happiness, happiness you know i 100 I mean, agree you if know we re- so oh. regarding i'm sorry go ahead if we really break down what she said though and she's saying i don't want people to you know be hateful about a political view to support trump is to support hatred so it's a really weird catch-22 with that one on this election specifically because he mm-hmm. is not spreading love well, well, and if you disagree with that, then you're like watching a different president than me because he's there, been. There, there's and I a don't lot disagree of people, with you, but for the, my friends that are Trump supporters, I still love them as my right, friends. Right, and I have okay? a lot. I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of support. And I have truly listened yes. to them and tried to even understand. Go, understand yeah. exactly. But the but, way he's handled everything the past couple months, I feel like it's been the nail in the coffin that he's a hateful person. Like. He has not handled this in a way to try well, to make a change and de-escalate it. And, and that's just objectively true. Right, right, right. So and this election that. is now, if you're voting for him, you're voting for hate, kind of. So, um, well, here's I what know. I... I'll go ahead and say it. Eric like, has something to say here, My too. observations are, I completely agree with you. He's only spreading hate. Like, I, his whole campaign, to me, I, I have to see it without bias and without objectively and be like, okay, this is a smart man who is using manipulation tactics. Yes, to, he's demonizing the left to, to rile up his base. Yeah. Well, yeah, and completely just like, when my mom calls me, she's like, did you see the racist thing Trump said? I can't believe he said that. And I don't watch his videos. I haven't blocked on anything. I don't need him in my consciousness. Um, right. Beautiful. Right, that's good. Say I, that again. Say I that again. I don't need hate in my consciousness. I love that. Beautiful. I love so I just, that. You know, and I, I stay informed, but why would I watch his racist speech when I know he's just giving a racist speech to rile people right, up? Right. You know what I mean? I, I, whether he believes it or not, I feel like he's just using the laws of power to make um, the people of America, us versus them, so that they, he can do whatever he wants while everybody else is just fighting. Running and so around it's like, circles, oh, let me say something racist confused. so that these people can just fight and I can go do whatever I have to do on my agenda. Right, 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 right. And so for me, I try my best to, like you said, if it's your opinion, good for you. And if you want to change my mind, I will listen. No. But I will listen to what you have to say. But I, I, I really I love that you just said that on where I am. So I, I don't see myself changing my mind. But, but I, I love that you're willing to listen because that's where I think that there's a problem is mm-hmm. I should be able to hear your opinion or Chet's opinion or JJ's opinion or Lila's opi- opinion. And we could all have a difference of opinion, but we don't, I, I, I shouldn't get hateful or angry because you have a difference right. of, and I of opinion. And I can't change uh, a Trump supporter's mind unless I'm talking to them um, in a regular conversation. Yeah. I'm never going to give them some ayahuasca Yeah, yeah, they're not going to change their mind screaming. You can't be negative, Okay. The negative that we're going to experience between now and the election day will be enough for a lifetime. For, for a lifetime. Yes, okay? it will. The commercials, I know, it, it, almost you don't want to turn the television on it so bad. I have, however, seen, and I'm not Biden give commercials here, that didn't mention Trump. It talked about what he was going to do. And that's mm-hmm. what I want to hear. I don't want to hear... Trump talk bad about Biden. I don't want to hear Biden talk bad about Trump. Mm-hmm. 
You want to hear what they're going to do. Yeah, there aren't most politicians out there that don't have something bad to talk about, okay? I don't want to hear about that. I want to hear about what you're going to do for me and the rest of the world in 2020, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay, but that's the agenda I wanted to talk about. Those debates are going to be hilarious. Because remember back in 2017 (laughs) when they were talking about fighting or whatever? And they're like, see, but I watch Drag Race to get my (laughs) hilarious content. I don't need that from my politicians. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just saying. I think think those are going to devolve pretty quickly. That's good. It's going to be like an eighth grade bully against. I know. So I do want to say I have a ton of friends that are Trump supporters. And I love those friends to pieces. I love them. And and you guys do too. And you know what? But we also have a respect too. I mean, there are just certain things when we're all together, you know. You don't talk about. We just don't talk about it. Because the bottom line is, whether you love Trump or not or whatever, that's your business. Exactly. But how you treat and how we treat each one, one another, that's more important to me. Not so much about you liking Trump or not. They're, I still love them. And I'm not here to change their mind. I can't change their mind. I, I, and I don't want to change their mind. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want to change their mind. And we're respectful uh. about it. The bottom line is about respect, being respectful of the fact that our views are different, but we're still kind to one another. Like, I'm never going to not be their friends because they choose to vote and they love President Trump. Okay. I don't know. All of my friends that are Trump supporters, I call, I like make fun of them on every moronic thing he does. I'm like, this is really your guy But see, they already know. (laughs) You don't even have to make, they already know. (laughs) True, true. They already know what's up. But I still like to make them feel that, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? It sounds like you need to run for office, Chip, because I don't think there's a lot of good choices. (laughs) That is the problem. There's like no good choices. They already know what he's about. I can't for 11 years. I'll vote for Chip. I'll vote for (laughs) Chip. I'll vote for Chip. See, that's the problem, though, is that. And I could get you the funding in a big way quickly. No sane person would ever want that job because you have, you have, at least a third of the country hating you at any one point, no matter what you do. And not somebody like you. Not somebody like you, Chet. No, I'm good on that. I like to have too much fun. I don't want to have, I don't want to worry about all that. Robin needs a mic a minute. Oh, God, why? I want to hear what you have to say. About all this? Yes. I don't get involved in the negativity. I agree with him Mm -hmm. because, you know, I agree with Eric. I put everything out there that's positive. I got slammed for saying something very positive from one of my white friends. And he said, but you're racist if you say that. I said, no, I'm not. I said, I grew up in Mesa. I had Hispanics in my neighborhood. My brother's best friend was African-American. Booney was what his nickname was. We love that kid. I grew up in these neighborhoods. The Mormons were the only thing that outnumbered anybody else. Right. You know, I, I, went, I, to, I went to Mesa High School. And right? I know. <laughs> you know. And I know. I have been around everybody my entire life. I never understood what race was other than being human. And I had a father who lived in Canada who moved to the U.S. when he was 26 because he went into the military. And he is now 93. But he grew up in that generation where they use slang terms. And he worked in Miami, Florida, where I was born originally, before we moved here. And he would use those slang terms while I was growing up. He would use the slang terms, and I didn't see anything about that growing up until I hit my teenage years. And I had all my friends that were... I hung out with kids that were the handicapped ones, that you know were the oddballs of the group. And 
one of the girls had MS. One of them was in a back brace. One of the black girls was always teased about her pigtails. She was one of the sweetest people. These people were my people. I didn't like hanging around the preppies in our school because I went to Dobson. We had the preppies, we had the cowboys, and we had the stoners. But where were the rest of us fitting in? If we didn't fit into those three groups, we were the oddballs. So I hung out with the oddballs because they were real. They weren't afraid to talk about things. And I love my gays because they're not afraid of anything. They speak it. They speak it. Right? Right? They don't take take no crap. They speak it. Well, well, that's the thing. You know, we're here to spread love. Yes. And and if you walk around with love in your eyes, happiness in your heart, love in your heart. Live with intention. That comes back to you. You Something in your brain. Something in your brain. You have to put positive out there. Yes. You know, like Eric's saying, that's the whole thing. We don't, we look too much at the outer layer. But what we don't realize is inside... Our blood is blue till it hits air, and it's red. We all bleed red. We're all blue underneath the surface. We all have hearts, lungs. We all have organs in our body that are exactly the same. We all have eyes, ears, nose. We're exactly the same. Just because someone has a darker tan than you do, I'm envious of that, by the way. Yeah, I God, you know, I'm, I'm as white. I can't get tan. <laughs> I, I love that. And to me... We're no different. The, we have to learn to stop looking at the outside. It's the inside that it's what's counts. In your heart. It's every. Yep. We're all the same. We're no different, and we have to stop treating people like they're any different. We're human beings, for Christ's sake. That's the bottom line. It's all about loving one another as a human being. And I've never seen just the fact. And as a teenager, I started correcting my father, and he didn't like it. I said, "You can't call my friend that." Because he's Hispanic. You can't use that because my friend is black. You can't say those words just because that's what you were familiar with growing up. And it's not being, in his home, it wasn't being racist. It's just what they said because he got teased as well being French Canadian in America. But I said to him, I said, look, this all starts right here and right now. Stop it with the verbiage. If you can't not say it, then just call them by their name. Respect who they are. Don't call them by their race, their creed, their sexual orientation. We love you, Robin. They're human. We love you. Everything that I see today is the only way we can move forward is just coming from love. And I say it every day. I'm going to keep posting that because when you put out love and you put out kindness and you put out joy, you end hate. Right. No, I completely agree. And um, let's see. What do I have to add on to that? I, I, well, oh, you know what? Me. Just Go quick. Uh, when it comes to people, we all put our pants on one leg at a time. Do you, have you ever put yours on any differently? No, but. Okay. I don't. You ever put yours on any? Uh, we are I never wear people. pants, but. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> There's always one in there. funny. Right? <laughs> always one, honey. Always, always one. <laughs> Always one. Uh, Gotta love her. When you're talking about love, seriously, I remember this saying, you know, treat people the way you want to be treated, okay? Actually, you got to talk right on the mic or we won't be able to hear you on the Star Wars Network. You actually need to treat people better than you want to be treated. Because you really want to to be treated better, don't you? Well, that's it right there. When somebody makes a point of, going out of their way to say, hey, you look wonderful. How are you feeling? Because you sure look good. 
there's a compliment in there. You leave, if, even if it was a stranger, because that's when it really is good, okay? Mm-hmm. But you w- walk away and you think, wow, thank you. It makes your day. So and you it really costs nothing, people. It costs nothing to smile to do either. That. Yes. It costs nothing to say hello. And it's a, it just... It starts with yourself, too. But, you know, really, it's a heart thing. If the heart is not, if your mm-hmm. heart is just black, dark, heavy, whatever, it's really hard to preach love when you don't even love yourself. Exactly. It's hard to, it's hard to try to give that to somebody else when you're just not really feeling that yourself about it, yourself. It comes with love and some... I've learned this over quarantine because I've done a lot of self-growth and growth in my spirituality. And it's loving yourself, trusting yourself. The other day, I looked at myself in the mirror starting this business. I don't want to fail, but I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, okay, Eric, I trust you. And it surprised me. me I literally replied to myself. I was like, okay, really? Like, I won't let you down. (laughs) Because sometimes we're not taught to trust ourselves, love... um, ourselves you can't show that to anybody unless you're showing it to yourself and you gotta right. believe you in you it, you gotta believe in you exactly if you don't believe in you, who's gonna believe in you well believe in yourself and just believe that you can do anything your mind creates your world so if you believe that you're gonna be the next nba player you're gonna be the next superstar you're gonna be you're gonna own a business you're gonna have a restaurant you also literally just have can't faith be afraid and you can't be afraid to fail and right. I love you do. You'll never stay, take the chance. That's true. I so That's loved true. what you said about you spoke in the third person about yourself. Mm-hmm. And you said, Eric. Right. I won't let you down. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's beautiful because right. you th- that's the most beautiful thing that that's beautiful. Thank you. Because I mean, really, when you think about it, that's really what it comes down to. It's hard mm-hmm. to give something to someone else when you're depleted. And the fact that you're looking at your, and I'm, I'm talking now from a mental health mm-hmm. professional standpoint, right. because I've worked in this field for so many years, it's really hard to be something and, and, and telling someone who may be an addict or someone who's struggling with addiction or, you know, whatever that they need, oh, you need treatment. Well, you, they have to buy into the fact that right. they want this. A person yep, has to, to buy into mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a possibility. It's a possibility. There's hope there. Because we all want hope. And I'm actually very... We all want hope. I want to repeat that. We all want want hope. hope. I mean, we need it. I think it's very um, weird that we we aren't taught this from a young age. And sure, we're encouraged, but why is it not um, very, like, textbook uh, knowledge that if you believe that you can do something... You can do it. And I'm sure it's taught in schools and there's a lot of motivation going on, but it's the mind can almost be taught like a subject. You know, there's so much self-help books and um, it really is just broadening your own spectrum of the mind and realizing that you are able to do all of it. And at the end of the day, it's like what you said, you have to get other people to believe it. And for me, um, the reason that I am the way I am because sometimes I find myself annoying. Sometimes I'm like, girl, you are too much. (laughs) But at the end of the day... You're not too much. You're awesome. (laughs) Too much is not enough. But at the end of the day, I learned that um, you have to lead by example and that's the only way that you're going to let people see it in themselves. As, as you can tell them as much as you can. You can do it, you can do it, you can do it. But until they go, oh, my friend's doing it, so I can do it. You have to lead by example. It starts with yourself. I start my day every day with this early morning hike. Mm-hmm. 
and I say hi to everybody on the hike, and there's the same regulars every day. And I've become <laughs> somebody. You guys have to go on this hike with me because it's it's yeah. They, that's right. Robin knows. I, I everybody like everybody that I meet. I want them to be my friend. I really do. And and if you spend the day with Kinga, you'll see that everywhere I go, I've made friends because that's just me. And and I, I she and, is a social butterfly. That is for sure. Yes. 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 You know everybody. <laughs> but it's because I love people. Yeah. And yes. and I'm. I, it doesn't matter what. You know, everybody's the same to me. Yeah. I, I just don't like stuck up. That's the only thing. But then sometimes I, I'm like, <laughs> I got to crack that shell too. We got to find. Because I'm not going to say which restaurant, but one of the restaurants I go to, there's a lady that sits and she doesn't speak to anybody. She's, if she's in town, she's there every day. And I, I'm going to crack that shell. I mean, she just, you know, I, one, one time I sat next to her and, and she's like, don't talk to me. Literally. Yeah. And so I asked the bartenders, and they're just like, oh, that's just how she is. See, so I'm going to keep talking to her. I'm going to keep being like nice Someone like that must yeah. just have like a high level of self-hatred then if they're not willing to you know, socialize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, something. it's something deep. It's definitely something deep. And so you know, I kind of respect that. I mean, because I love people too. I'm a social worker. I mean, but I'm not, I'm very private. And so I'm not, I'm not quick to make friends with everybody. I don't share everything with everybody. I have, you know, because you have to be able to, you have to be able to measure that. Mm-hmm. And, and so, and I am, and being a performer and being out there, everybody's not your friend. There's a lot of haters out there and I'm okay with haters because mm-hmm. if me you're too. hating on me, that's a good thing. You right. know, I must be doing something. You're thinking but, about me. Well, you're thinking about me. So, and I'm okay with see, that. See, but, but I don't that believe takes, that. See, I disagree with that. I, I don't, I don't think about the haters because I think that if you think about the haters. No, I'm not or, thinking or you, about them. I'm just saying the reality is they're out there and, and, and they can plant seeds and people can plant seeds. So it depends. Do I, do I let that seed grow in me? Not necessarily. If you come from love, you think about love, you think about kindness, you think about joy, and spread that, then, you know, whatever. They're out there, though. I'm just saying yeah, the haters know are out there. Kinga, and so. This is all you can really do. I live my life correct. Right. I, when I go home and lay my head on the pillow, you can go I to can sleep. go to sleep. Okay? Right. So if you, and there are people in this world, I don't know how, but anyway, if you can find a reason to dislike me, then you do you. Exactly. Okay, because I'm not going to give you the reason. Right. But if you come up one on your own, I'm good with that. Yeah, and then well, again, not, that's intentionality, up. and I'm just, all I'm saying is that I don't I don't concentrate on people that have that negative or people that are haters. I'm I, but I'm not. I'm aware enough and to know that they, to know they, that they exist, mm-hmm. yes. and that's why I choose to. I'm guarded. I you you have to be guarded as to how much you allow people in and how much you share because people will run with that and that could be very detrimental to you even even if you've done nothing. So for me just as a performer in the valley forever. I've just learned to be and I love people. I mean this is what I do. I love people. I'm not I I love people, but I am very specific and very mindful as to how much I want to share, how much I want to give out, how much I want to take in, because I control how much I take in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to take in a bunch of garbage, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? If I take that in, then yes, I'm like you stated earlier, Eric, about um, 
you're clouding yourself right. with all this negativity and the energy. So I don't want to be clouded with that. That's why some people I just got to let go of. Right. And, and I don't even have to do anything to let go of it because I believe in my faith that things, people just kind of fade away. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't even have to do anything and they just kind of go away because you know the ones. You don't feed the ones. No, that yeah, are, you know, yeah. You know, and you know the people that you mm-hmm. want to surround yourself with and you feel good with and you know the deep down inside we all know mm-hmm. I probably need to leave that person alone. Oh, absolutely. Well, you like, know what example, I'm saying? I, I was married a long time. I was married for 28 years and um, I try to focus on the good years of the marriage. Right. We, we were happily married for 24 years. We have two amazing kids. He's a great dad. And um, I, I, I've tried to almost like block anything that upset me. And I'm just like, I just want to be his friend. And that's a genuine thing in my heart. That, that's intentional, honey. Yes. That's, yay, that, that's yay, intentional. intentional. Yay. And at the end of the day, we have to watch out for us because all those, if you were to be bitter about um, the divorce and everything, that's only oh, detrimental just, to you. You know what right, I mean? Yeah, right. You can't even yeah. move on. So you it's like, it's just you almost yeah. like, you're not yeah. trusting yourself because you're not do- watching out for yourself. Yeah. Right. I love it. So true. Uh, Chet, do you have anything to add to any of this? Um, well, I was going to ask Lila what she thinks, like the pros and cons uh, are like with mental health as far as like the lockdown goes. Like, do you think it's worth it for them to shut everything down so that Great question, it'll Jeff. slow down the infection? Yeah. Or do you think that's too detrimental to people's mental health? Because I heard that like suicide rates were kind of on the rise during some of the quarantines and stuff like that. So, um, it, you know, it's a really, really complicated topic, though. It is. You know? It's very complicated. And, I mean, it just really depends on someone. It really depends if people are already in a system where they can get mental health support. Now, if someone is not in a system where they are already getting support, they're, they're, let me just say, there are ways to get support here in Maricopa County, in our county here in, in, in Phoenix and in Arizona. There are agencies and, and things out there to help folks. But um, if you're already linked up in a system and you can get, get support, I, I think that's beneficial. I don't know so much about the... I wouldn't say that the, sh- the, the lockdown, if you will, because really, truly, we ain't on no lockdown. We still got way too many cars driving around here yeah, for me yeah, to, yeah, true, to, true. to consider it a lockdown. You know, when we first had the lockdown, mm-hmm. that truly was a lockdown. Yes, I saw yes. no cars on the freeway. The, the, the freeways were open. The streets were open. So, you know, yeah. think everything, even the skies were clear. You're absolutely right. So you can tell... Just recently, over since we have reopened, pollution's up. There's a lot more traffic. There's a lot more people out. So to me, there's not really a lockdown. But in regards to your question regarding mental health, I want people to know if they're feeling suicidal and have those kind of uh, concerns. Because they're real, first of all. they need It's so real, and they need to own that. There's an 800 number, and I wish I knew it, had it memorized. But there's a way that you can call, um, I believe it's 211, um, which is a uh, directory kind of network here in our county, in our state, to get mental health uh, referrals and resources that way. Um, You know, that's not the only we've gone through so much. We have spent the last couple of weeks trying to raise money virtually for child health. Yeah. Yes, we both yeah. volunteer for Child Help, now, and that is the biggest way to help any child out there. Child oh. Help, um, I think we've, we've, we're almost, we've raised quite a bit of money, but my God, can we use help, okay? Uh, we've had chefs 
25 men who think they can cook. We used <laughs> we and plan to do this again at Enchiladas when we get uh, out of this COVID thing, is it okay? too late for Chet to do uh, the 25 minutes think they can cook? Because Chet's really good at cooking and baking. Let them. I don't need to do Actually, it. tomorrow yeah. is the deadline. Tomorrow, um, oh. unless it gets extended, okay? but Because it, it has been extended once. But if it is extended, Chet, I'll be calling. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, uh, yes. You should I could be the him. reserve or something. Okay, because yeah. we have raised money and we're trying to raise money because those kids are home with their abusers. Mm-hmm. We, I never thought that the outlet for them, the safe outlet, was school. Yeah, and now they don't have school. Yep. So the advocacy center and the um, phone calls are up 35, 45%. Mm-hmm. They keep getting, the longer we stay in, the higher they're getting. So we need those funds to take care of those kids. Is it 1-800-4-A-CHILD? That's it, 1-800-4-A-CHILD. If you go to Child Help 25 Men Who Think They Can Cook, there are uh, lots of chefs on there you can vote for. I'm gonna give a plug out for Mike Butcher. You need to vote for a chef. Mike started off with $2,000 being his gold. He raised it to 5000 and I think the last check, he was probably $100 short. Let's make And, and also Mike a shout-out for Jimmy Chaser. We got Jimmy, Jimmy Chaser. Chaser. We, we have so uh, many. Dr. Stuart Cohen. We got, yep. yep. We got um, a lot, a lot of, you, all you have to do is go to the website and look at it. You can see all the wonderful chefs we got awesome. out there. So everybody out there, tell a friend, tell five friends, actually, to donate to Child Help because that's the number one charity to, to donate to because uh, children can't help themselves. Yeah, and don't let, don't let the deadline of this, even if we do stop tomorrow, don't stop giving, okay? The need will still be there. You can yes. still give to child help, okay? So we only have five minutes left, so I want all of us to give uh, as many tips as we can give on what we think should happen, you know, what, what positive change can happen with, like, a tip, a tip or two that you could give. So I'm starting with JJ because like, it's her birthday. Just like I said earlier, be nicer than treat people more better than you want to be treated. Okay, try smiling. Mm-hmm. And a, smiling, a I love that one. A simple hello. Just hello. Because mm-hmm. the smile is universal. Keep that in mind. Okay. Smile. Keep smiling. Yay. Keep smiling. Okay, one more. Give us one more. I love your tips. What's one more thing? Um, I would tell you, my other tip would be, seriously, uh, when it comes to putting on the mask, okay, here's what I want you guys to realize. If you don't want to wear a mask, stay home. Yeah, just don't be around people, it's right? Not, it's not a problem. <laughs> don't put one on in your own house, okay? But if you come out and you're not worried about you, that's a beautiful thing. But worry about the person next to you. Worry about the people that are dying because somebody didn't care enough to put on a mask. Mm-hmm. Don't be that person. Put your mask on, do your social distancing, wash your hands, and if none of that works for you, stay your butt at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, I want to hear from Eric now. Give okay. us some tips. My tips for moving forward is, number one, be yourself and lead by example because that's the only way that people are going to that's the only way that you're going to really influence people. And my second tip would be um, love each other. And I actually, can I share a little testimony? Going back to what you just said, say hello and be kind to people. I um, replied to one of my friend's stories on Instagram. 
he posted that he had donated a large sum of money to the Black Lives Matter movement. And anytime that I see people advocating, I send them a little thank you because a, a lot of people just you know post on their story and they don't see anything from it. So I'll go and I'll say, thank you for posting this. Um, I hadn't talked to him. I haven't seen him in over five years and I haven't talked to him in over maybe three years. And I, he replied right away. He was like, yeah, like, I, I love what you're doing. Thank you so much for advocating as well. He, he doesn't live in a big city, so he was like, um, thank you for protesting and all that. Um, and this was a white man. This wasn't, he's not part of the black community or anything. And I decided to ask him, hey, how are you doing? And he, he tells me, he's like, I'm doing horrible. Quarantine has been the most awful time of my life. I, don't, I have no motivation to get up in the morning. And sometimes you just don't, you know? And so it was just that. As soon as he said that, I said, okay, don't worry. I'm not going to tell you, snap out of it. And I could give him the whole lecture on how you manifest your reality and all that, but he wasn't ready to hear that. No. I just told him, okay, um, I'll, I'll text you tomorrow. I texted him for two weeks straight. And now he's like, oh, I'm in this volleyball league. So it's just being nice to people. People there just want to feel accepted. Yep. Right. And I love You'd be that. surprised how much one I love little that story. gesture mm-hmm. can make a difference. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so we want to hear from Lila Sherman, singer-songwriter. What are your tips? Well, my tips are really staying. You have to stay intentional. You just have to stay intentional. Uh, Meditate, pray, whatever you want to call it. For me, it's about prayer and meditation. Uh, But also living your life intentional. Just really make a difference. Make just really decide in yourself. I want to make a difference. I want to be something better. I want to do something. Because you, you may not even know what it is that you want to do or how you want to do it, but there's something there. I love it. There's something there. Chet? Um, I would say use less social media and consume less mainstream news because it's all just so toxic. Mm. For we want to hear positive. We want to hear your positive tip. Yeah, this is positive because you'll be happier if you're not... <laughs> You know, getting all this toxic information in you. And then also be more thoughtful because what Eric said that he did was very thoughtful. And I feel like, you know, just being kind and reaching out to people and making new friends. It's so good. You know, that's okay. My last tip is just spread love, spread love and be nice. Be kind. Robin, do you have anything to say? Just love your fellow man. Love your fellow man. Your human fellow man. So we're saving the planet one one show show at a time. time. (laughs) Thank you for listening to In the Green Room. Join us here live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. or anytime on demand 24-7 on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. (laughs) 